Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks here on the Brownly Dumb Show. Before we get the show started, we'd like to let you know that the Brownly Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Folks, using promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, get 20% off and free shipping on your Manscaped order today. Enjoy. That is promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E, 20% off. Thanks to Big Game Bob. Folks, enjoy the goddamn show. I tell you, folks, we were supposed to start this podcast about 20, 30 minutes ago, but there is nothing stopping me from cranking down this Caesar right now. So for the fine folks of the Brilliantly Dumb Show, however you're listening, why ever you're listening, we apologize. Bobby's got a date with Romaine right now, and there's nothing stopping him. I said, Grace, we either do this two ways. We either do the pod while I'm cranking out this Caesar salad here at 9.30 in the morning, or we don't do the pod at all, because there is nothing stopping me from pouncing on this romaine. Let me be quite frank with you here, folks. If you happen to be a piece of romaine in the produce section at Trader Joe's, that's the alarm right there to start the pod. Apologies, alarm. There's some Caesar dressing we're dipping into. What I was saying is if you so happen to be a piece of romaine in the produce section of a Trader Joe's in the state of California, look out. Because Bobby Caesars is coming, and he's coming with a vengeance. I'm all cranked out this morning. Shake and bake them, baby. Shake and bake them. This is what I'm talking about. Nothing like a little 9.30 a.m. Caesar. How about it? You could take your free-range eggs, your free-range eggs, your omelets, your oatmeal, Whatever it is that starts your morning, I'll tell you how I start my morning. With a premium Caesar. Inject some croutons into my veins, please. Oh. I may just turn this into a mukbang. I apologize. For those of you on the audio right now, not watching on the YouTube, you have no idea what's going on. What's going on is there was a Caesar salad in front of me, and it's delaying the show right now. So hang in there. Let me crank down this Caesar. Grace, I apologize, and um, we will get right back to you. Thank you for listening to the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Hi, whoa, whoa. All right, folks, what a shit start to the podcast there. This is episode 64. That's 64 times of me starting the show. All right, folks, coming to you live. You can imagine what that does to the tonsils or whatever bone or muscle that affects. So starting to wear on me, you can only imagine what happens episode 75. But either way, here we are, regardless, anywho, the Brilliantly Dumb Show coming to you hot, however you're listening, why ever you're listening, you know that we're just happy 
that you are listening. Now, folks, weird times, desperate times call for desperate measures. We're here in a quarantine. I got no background here. We're not working with a whole lot back here. Okay, we were talking to Grace. We were talking to Bro Bible. What should we do to spice up the back? I said, well, what do you like, Robbie? I'll tell you what I like. I like the New York Yankees. So I ordered a New York Yankees banner. Now, I thought I was getting like a four by six to kind of put in the background just to give something, you know, for the people to look at. Look at the size of this fucking thing. For those of you who are on audio, this is about a 20 by 50 Yankees banner. Where am I going to fit this thing? All right, folks, thank you for listening to the Brownlee Dump Show. I'm Big Game Bob here. Look at the size of this thing. Where am I going to fit this? This is something you put on a Goodyear blimp. I mean, I got no square footage for this type of banner. I mean, shit, they, they might have taken this banner here just from Yankee Stadium and said Big Game Bob would like to use this for the Brownlee Dump Show. Hope you don't mind, Mr. Steinbrenner. Look at this thing. We just we just borrowed this from Hal Steinbrenner. I can't fit this thing anywhere. These are the times we're living in, folks. It's crazy. It's nuts. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows how to podcast. Do you wear a mask? Do you not know where? It, do you not wear a mask? We don't know. I sure as hell don't know. That's the banner we're looking at here. Can't fit it. So what you're going to be looking at is nothing but white walls and a shitty twenty-five dollar painting. From M. Roberts. M. Roberts, I apologize about that there. Here we are. Let's jump right into this, our sports bit. You know how we do the drill here on the Brilliant Dumb Show. This, to me, is fascinating. I won't go ahead and read the article, but a minor league baseball team out there is now using their stadium. You need some sort of income. We don't know when we're going to have baseball. We don't know when we're going to have sports. So these stadiums need to find a way to make money. There's a minor league baseball team out there that decided to lend their stadium as an Airbnb. And people are dumb enough to go there and spend the night in this baseball stadium. There is somebody sleeping on second base right now. That is the times where people are going into this Airbnb and actually using it, a stadium. Could you imagine a bad way to wake up? It's three in the morning. You're sleeping right in between right field and center field. And the stadium animations are going up. Charge! That's not going to wake you the fuck up. That's a place you want to go spend your Airbnb. Four in the morning. That's where you're going to go ahead and take your family. But it gets even better. It gets even better. The Miami Dolphins, of all people, decided to one-up this Airbnb that a minor league baseball team is using. And they said, we're going to make our own drive-in movie theater in Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play. Now, for those of you who haven't seen a Dolphins game in the past 10 years, odds are the Hard Rock Stadium is going to get is going to sell more tickets for their drive-in movie theater than they will the actual Dolphins game. So now we come to the point where I honestly think the owner of the Miami Dolphins and whoever owns the stadium might just say, fuck it. 
fuck the Dolphins. I'm keeping this thing as a movie theater. There is people driving into the stadiums with their car on the 50-yard line and watching the notebook on the big screen. It's a better draw than the Dolphins game, I'll tell you that much. If you lost them, if you if you watch the Miami Dolphins the past 10 years, I think I think this movie theater might be more successful. I mean, it doesn't have a tough act to follow. And and mind you, there's been some shitty movies over the past 10 years, grown-ups. I think even Bradley Cooper had a movie that flopped, some love romance movie. It'll be a bigger draw than the Dolphins game. And now Tua Tagliovo, however you pronounce that last name, poor guy, he's a rookie, supposed to be the Dolphins' new franchise quarterback. This guy's going to walk into his first day on the job, come into the locker room. Hey, guys, real excited. Shh, shut the fuck up, Tua. We're playing Silence of the Lambs. The fuck's the matter with you? Tua's going to have no idea what hit him. His first time arriving to the stadium, they're going to be playing Star Wars. He's not going to be able to practice. Can you imagine what those sidelines are going to look like? There's going to be guys, players just drinking slushies and eating gobstoppers. On the sideline, the offensive line are just pounding down milk duds. Coaches are eating popcorn. Nothing, nothing's normal anymore. But don't be surprised now if the Miami Dolphins go ahead and say, fuck it, let's just make this into a movie theater. Football team, you could take your, you know, your whole shtick elsewhere. They're outside, two is outside, saying, okay, we're going to use, the goal line's going to be from that garbage can there to that goal post on 4A of the parking lot right there. Next thing you know, they're just playing a street ball game. Crazy fucking times. But if I'm, you know, if I'm the Miami Dolphins, I say, fuck it. Let's just keep rolling with this movie theater thing. I, I, you know, you want to do a dine-in movie theater, have the players just shooting in on rollerblades like it's a Sonic? Here's your popcorn, sir. Thank you for supporting Miami Dolphins football program. Crazy, crazy times. And that, Grace Ibrahim, keeps us moving on. All right, here's something for you, Grace. You want to get my blood boiling? You got it, Kellogg's. The cereal brand that we all know and love decided to go ahead and change the mascot of Fruit Loop cereal, Toucan Sam. For any of you who don't know Toucan Sam, Toucan Sam has been a staple of Fruit Loop cereal in your kitchen since 1973. Grace, there's just some things you do not fuck with that you just don't change. It's a staple. For those of you following on the YouTube right now, look what they did to Toucan Sam, okay? Fruit Loops is one of my favorite cereals. No doubt about it. And I got to wake up every morning now to this fucking thing, to this thing. And for those of you who can't see it, the new Toucan Sam from Kellogg's, it looks like he just got the shit kicked out of him by a rainbow. It looks ridiculous. Now, you mean to tell me for Kellogg's, there's not some sort of rollout process 
Toucan Sam is a bird, for those of you who don't know. The beak of this bird, a Toucan Sam, has been completely changed. He doesn't even look the same. He doesn't. There's no type of rollout process. There's no type of, you know, the fans don't take a pull on it. You don't ease your way into this new Toucan Sam. You just throw it right in on us. And it makes me think, is this a sign of things to come? Is this how we're going to do things moving forward? Because I swear to you, if I come into the supermarket one day and Tony the Tiger is now a bear, we're going to have some pretty big fucking problems. I can assure you, if I walk into that supermarket to find Tony the Tiger, another staple of a phenomenal cereal, which is Frosted Flakes, if I see Tony the Tiger as all of a sudden a bird or a bear and got a whole new makeover, let me tell you something. I will make sure that is a long day for the K-Logs factory. I will. You better believe it. Is this a sign of things to come? You're just going to throw us out there like that? I wake up and, and to a new brand new cereal. Does it taste the same? Sure. But there's something about looking to can Sam in the eye and knowing and having that reassurance that I'm in for a good start to my morning. No doubt about it. Let me tell you something. Our kitchen counters will never be the same. For those of you who've played Mario Kart, Toucan Sam's new nose looks like it's Rainbow Road. Like they just pulled the road out of there and stapled it onto this poor bird's nose. That fires me up. That can't happen. You know, let me tell you something. If you want to go do that to a cereal brand, by all means, do it to Raisin Brand. Nobody's going to bat an eye. Nobody's going to have a, prob a problem with that. Cereals are nostalgic. Mascots of cereals are nostalgic. And you fucked that up for me, K-Logs. You really fucked that up for me. You drop the ball. Do it to some wheat brand cereal with no gluten that nobody gives a flying shit about. You don't do it to Fruit Loops. You don't screw with Fruit Loops. It's a staple. You know, Peter Lugers, that's been around since the Cold War, doesn't go and change the stake in New York of Peter Lugers. You just don't do it. Is this a sign of things to come? Am I going to walk into the grocery store and Aunt Jemima is going to be on a rice box? She just tired. She just decided that she was fed up with syrup. I walk up to Aunt Jemima, Jemima, wh what are you doing? You're on the box of some wheat rice that nobody gives. What, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what, Rob? Look, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to kind of throw this on you. Syrup is just not paying what it used to pay. So I had to make the transfer to rice. Rice is in. Everybody's eating rice now. They got a great 401 program. A a am I just going to walk into a grocery store right now? And now Aunt Jemima is going to be on the front of a rice box. She's going to be marking and dishing out rice products. They'll be like, Aunt Jemima, what, what, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to be on the syrup. What's the matter with you? 
yeah, you know what, Rob, look, I, I'm sorry to throw this on you, and I know it's tough for you. It's tough for me as well. But the reality is syrup is just not paying what it used to pay. Rice is in now. Everybody's eating rice, and they got a great 401k. And to be quite frank with you, Rob, I was getting a little tired of aisle three. I wanted a new setting, some new views. But Aunt Jemima, you can't do You've been on the face of syrup since syrup was around. You can't just throw this on us. I don't want to turn on a New York Yankee game one day and they're wearing orange jerseys. It's just not something you do. Nobody is safe anymore. No mascot, nobody on any box, any cereal, any food is safe anymore because of this. K-Logs, you really fucked this up. You really did. I don't know if I can have Fruit Loops anymore. I really don't. Nobody is safe. The get-go from Geico, which is one of the most sure, safe jobs out there, Geico was never going to change from this get-go. That is Geico. He's not safe. They may put a real lizard on top of your car and auto insurance now. I don't know what to think anymore. Let me tell you something. You you want to fuck with? Don't fuck with Tony the Tiger. If they don't, if they try fucking with Captain from Captain Crunch, that's a whole different bag of issues right there. Nobody out there is safe, folks. K-Logs, shame on you. Shame on you. Regardless, no matter how upset I am, I'm looking at this Toucan Sam right now, and it just disgusts me. We have to get on with the Brilliantly Dumb show, regardless on what's of the front of the box of a Fruit Loops box. So, Grace Ibrahim, with that, let's keep this show moving on. I tell you, Grace, I went to – God, this fucking light is – I mean, I could not have put this lamp any closer than I did. It's like I'm staring into the fucking galaxy. I got nothing. I can't really see shit. I'm trying to podcast. Again, I got to keep in mind there's people on the audio here not getting this on YouTube. You should see this lamp I got just sticking in my eye while I try and – Record this who, any who, Grace, I went to the dentist the other day, and that in itself is a bit right there. Anytime you go to a doctor, I've never left a doctor's office or a dentist's office and didn't have some sort of material that I could then relay to you, the fine folks of the Brilliantly Dumb Show here. But I went to a dentist. I had to get a cleanup. I know it's not a time to go to the dentist, stay in home, but... There's nothing like a good cleanup after the dentist. You don't like going, but when you walk out of the door, you feel good about your mouth, you know? You feel like you did right by your mouth. So I'm always brushing all that good stuff. I like to get that extra cleaning. So I did. I went. New dentist office under a new insurance program. Shout out Bro Bible, one of the finest insurance programs in the biz because I go into this dentist office. I couldn't believe I was covered. I mean, it looked like an Audi dealership. It looked like a Cadillac dealership, these Marlboro floors. I mean, I, I was blown away. I'm walking in there. I'm thinking to myself, wow, they, they're really going to have to fuck up my mouth in order to not get me to come back here. Because what an establishment we got going here. You know, they're really going to have to drop the ball here for me to not return. I'm in. Marlboro floors. Mar- Marlboro. <laughs> 
like the floors are made out of cigarettes, marble floors. And on top of that, I walk in. Doc's got a Nintendo where we could play Mario Kart. That's why I alluded to, to Mario Kart in the bit before. It was fresh in my mind. I'm waiting for Doc Goodman was the name. What a good name of a dentist. Doc Goodman. Oh, shit. Hang right there, folks. So sorry to interrupt. Just want to interrupt to let you know that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. They have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels cannot beat that, cannot underestimate the importance of taking care of those things downstairs. Folks, you can get 20 percent off that's 20 percent off using promo code bro Bible b r o b i b l e for 20 percent off and free shipping of your next manscaped order today folks enjoy the rest of the show enjoy your properly cleaned nut sacks i'm in doc's lobby just playing nintendo so by the time of course they make you wait when they call my name I look at the other lady in the lobby and say, you want to go before me? Doc goes, Mr. Berger, we have a, we have a completely different, den- you know, we have a completely different dentist to where I said, well, do you want to, you want to go, you want to try out Doc Goodman? Great reviews. You want to go first? Says, Mr. Berger, no, we, we need to take you now. I said, all right, all right. I'm fucking on Rainbow Road in the middle of a game with some kid. Kid got pissed at me. Like, it's my fault. Like, I had anything to do with it. How do you know you're not going to be called in a couple seconds, kid? You don't think I wanted to finish this race? So anyway, we're, we're playing Mario Kart in the lobby. I'm hooked. I'm already in. I go into Doc Goodman's office. Here's where this gets a little bit tricky. And I won't shout out the dentist's office because, yes, they have phenomenal amenities. But here's where things go a little south. First off, when I go to check in, the assistant, the lady that, that gets you checked in, they just slide the glass. They tell you when to slide the glass. When they slide it to call somebody's name, everybody in the lobby pops up because they think it's going to be your name. It's like the most exciting sound in the world is when the dentist, you know, assistant opens up that sliding door. Mr. Jones, Doc Goodman will take you down. Everybody hops up and then you go back down. Ah, fuck, I got to wait another 20 minutes. But I go up to this girl. She's got a chipped tooth. And folks, we're not talking about a chipped tooth like in the back right molar that nobody sees. This is her this is her front left tooth. This is the face to her franchise. It's the front left tooth, the biggest one. It's chipped. Think what is this girl not getting off day? Some type of discount for working fucking 60 hours a week for Doc Goodman? Her fucking tooth was chipped. Looks like she just got done with a game with Edmonton Oilers. Guys, right after I say chipped, ready, set, go. Fucking girl looked like she played for the Anaheim Ducks. Front right, front right wing. Just played a little puck, got knocked in the teeth a few times. It'll go back to normal. No biggie. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, this girl's got a chipped tooth. And here's 
where it goes even more south. Here's why I was just chomping at the bit if I could get out of this doctor's office to come back and speak to you folks at the Brilliantly Dumb Show. I have not met Doc Goodman, okay? I haven't seen him, haven't met him. I go, I sit in the chair. He's a young fella, very young fella, no issue with that. Young, energy, fresh mind, just out of college, really knows his shit. All his schooling is fresh. I'm okay with that. Then, you know, some, some old timer coming into my mouth. The problem is now Dr. Goodman comes in. Dr. Goodman's got braces. So I say, hold on. This is what is going on here. He's got braces. I'm thinking to myself, maybe he just puts it on. You know, he had a younger kid in his lobby. Maybe the kid that he gives braces to, it makes them feel better if, if he's wearing them and he doesn't actually have braces. I'm saying, what the fuck is going on here? The doctor that is supposed to be operating in my mouth, cleaning my mouth, cannot even clean his own mouth unless he gets through a fence of braces. He can't take care of his own mouth. How the hell is he going to take care of mine? I'm in the chair. I'm like, this is so, it's like a NASCAR driver getting ready to meet his brand new pit crew. And half of the pit crew pulls up into the parking lot with a flat tire. If they can't take care of their own tires, if they can't put enough air into their tires, why am I going to trust them on my tires? This is all fucked up. He did the cleaning. Thank God he's got that Nintendo 64. And on top of that, you know, it's amazing the small things you could do to keep people coming back. What's a, what's a dum-dum cost, Grace? Per dum-dum, you get a whole bag for $2 or 500 per dum-dum. What, six cents a dum-dum? You put that thing out. You're instantly got a much better shot of people coming back. I've been going back to Supercuts for fucking 10 years. They fuck my hair up every time. I want a dum-dum. I'll take the fucked up hair for a grape dum-dum. If they have it, not every bowl has grapes. Some of them only have strawberry. I'll take a strawberry for a fucked up haircut. I barely got any hair anyway. What do I care? But it's amazing you put or like, a you know, nothing like leaving a restaurant to one of those peppermint mints, you know, you feel like your whole mouth just got a car wash by a candy cane. They just sprayed a bunch of candy cane type shit in there. Your mouth just smells like Christmas after whatever meal you just had. It totally revives you. It totally revamps you. It's such a simple gesture. Just do it. They had dum-dums. So I'm thinking to myself, if the assistant's got a chipped tooth, if doctors got braces, if they can't take care of their mouth, maybe they're grabbing a dum-dum when they leave every time. It's like sponsoring an AA meeting and sending buddy off, everybody off with a six-pack after. Here's a toll boy for your troubles. Thank you so much for being a part of the AA community here. Please, my, by all means, go smash a Bud Light for me. We'll see you next week, all right? Stay strong, John. What the fuck's up with this dentist's office? And but, but bottom line is he did a great job. 
But I, I mean, I, w- I was, I was on my toes the entire time. I didn't know what the hell he was gonna do. I feel like I walk out, my entire mouth would be brown. Everything Doc Goodman touches just turns to shit. But he did a phenomenal job. He's got Nintendo. He gives me dum dums. This way, I don't even have to go to Supercuts because I'll be getting my dum dum fill at Doc Goodman's. Marble floors can't beat that. But if I go back there. And this girl's tooth is still chipped. And those braces are not off Doc Goodman. That's a whole different ballgame. I think I might be in the market for a new dentist. Shit was bizarre. In the meantime, Gracie Ibrahim, we're going to go ahead and keep this show moving on. Well, Gracie Ibrahim, call me crazy. Maybe so. The last time I checked, it is indeed that time. What time is that? For everybody's favorite segment, segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, I tell you fine folks, file on in the DMs, submit your questions to be featured for the Ask Bob segment, doing so this week. Let's see, here was a young man by the name of Kevin Thomas out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow, it doesn't get better than that. What a Milwaukee name. Kevin Thomas, nothing else to it. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Just an American Milwaukee name, Kevin Thomas. Shit, I forgot to even look at what Kevin Thomas asked. I was so fascinated by the Milwaukee name. Kevin, we appreciate you submitting your question. Hell of a name there for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bob loves your interview with Cold Cuts. It was good to get to know you in that form. You didn't touch on why you didn't finish college. Could you elaborate on what was the reasoning for leaving college, and are you happy you did? That's actually, you know what, Thomas? Uh, we definitely, looks like you want to dig a little deep in the arch archives here, and I'm okay with that. That's why we did the the interview you know, with Joey Coldcuts interviewing me because I, you know, I wanted fans and, um, you know, I, I wanted fans to know more about myself. You know, I feel like I didn't, you know, so many times I'm doing the one interviewing or I'm taking you through these day to day experiences, but you don't really get to hear the backstory, you know, of me and 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 how I got here and all of that. Um, you know, I I said so we had Coldcuts interview me to change this up, and he asked me something about college now. I did. I, I dropped out of college, Florida International University. The, the reason being, I was in hospitality. And I was, you know what, out of all the things I'm not good at, hospitality, I was very good at. I knew how to play the game. And that's all hospitality was. That's all hotels really is, is knowing how to play the game. Yeah, Mr. Jones, how are you? What's going on? Where, where are you going to dinner tonight? They don't care what your education is. The guests don't care. All they care is that they enjoy their suite and you're making them feel like they're at home. You go play with their kids. If the kid's happy, they're happy. Whole nine yards. Young guy comes in with a pretty girl. He wants to impress her. What do you do? You upsell that young guy with a pretty girl because he can't say no to a higher, more expensive room and a better one in front of his girlfriend. You got to just know how to play the game. You know, I was a manager. Guests would come up to me upset all the time. Main trick out of my book that even my dad told me he used to do with his customers. If they get all upset with you, all you do is you act like you're more upset than they are. 
you know, Robbie, we didn't get towels in our room this morning. Are you kidding me, Mr. Jones? You mean, hold on, let, let, me, let me get this straight, Mr. Jones. We did not deliver your towels. You're paying all this money to stay out of Four Seasons, and you can't even get a towel in the morning? Let me tell you something, Mr. Jones. I'm going to take care of this. I can assure you that. And then Mr. Jones is like, oh, fuck, he's more pissed than I am. I feel bad for that housekeeper he's about to go and just blow up. Holy shit, I would not want to be her. Then Mr. Jones is fine. He gets his towels. He's fine. I call housekeeping. Hey, housekeeping. Yeah, Mr. Jones is bitching about his towels again. Fucking prima donna. You would never know he uses one by the way he looks. That's the game. You just got to know the game. So I was doing very well in hotels, and, and I was excelling in it, and I was not doing well in school. I was using all my time to be working. Um, did I have more time to be doing well in school? Yes. I didn't apply myself. I really did. I mean, look, I'll be the first to tell you that, no doubt about it. But at the same time, too, my problem with college, and, and by the way, why would I now go to school at the time for a career that I was in and doing very well in? And hospitality happens to be a career where does it help? No doubt about it. You can't question that. Absolutely helped. But hospitality is a certain field where you don't necessarily need a degree. If you really know how to play the game, you'll find that you can excel without a degree. That's not the case in other places, other professions. And this is where I give credit to my parents where, you know, my brother wanted to be a captain in the Army. He wanted to go to West Point, so they had to be on him for good grades. My sister wanted to be a doctor. She wanted to go to med school. They had to be on her about getting good grades. Me, I, I think that they saw – you know, that I had that skill in hospitality and they figured, you know, why are we going to go send him to school, spend thousands and thousands of dollars for a career that he's in, doesn't necessarily need the degree and can excel at. So that's my thing with college is like, don't get me wrong. Does it help? No question. A lot of people, depending on what you want to go in, you have to get a degree. But make sure before you go to college that that is the field you want to be in. I had my friend, you know, so many friends, countless, that went into finance, spend three, four years, get a college degree in finance. Next thing you know, they decide they want to be a chef. They want to be in culinary. And he finds himself working at a Best Buy because now he wants to go back to school and go to culinary school, drop another fucking hundred grand, whatever it may be. You already put yourself in debt for something that you may not know if you want. So why not you leave high school? If you don't know for sure what you want to do, take two years experimenting, doing this, this, and that. Find out, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to be a lawyer. Now I'm going to go to law school. I'm not going to get into finance, drop 100K, just two years in, find out I want to go to law school and then break the bank for law school. But I think there's this thing where you got to, you know, maybe because you want to be with your friends, that's what they're doing. When you leave high school, you got to go to college. Says who? You got a lot of old timers in college right now. I say take a couple years off if you don't know what you want to do and use those years to work and get in different industries and then go to school for that industry if you need a degree. So, again, I'm not saying school doesn't help. Without a doubt, nobody's questioning that. But I don't think we need to rush into it. 
Um, but, you know, and I kind of sidetracked there, but back to me, yeah, I mean, I think they saw us doing well in hotels and, you know, how bad I was doing in school. I, I always was bad in school. Um, and again, I just didn't apply myself. So, you know, it's interesting taking just three comedy bits and then just, uh, you know, kind of rolling into that. But that's what I respect out of Kevin Thomas right there. Change the game. Uh, the Milwaukee man, great ass Bob segment. I hope you folks thought it was a great episode. Um, hell of a time. Hell of a time. Let's keep the ball rolling. We are back Tuesday morning as promised. Folks, have a damn good week. Have a damn good weekend. Have some fun out there. Thanks for being a part of the show. You are listening to the Brilliant Dumb Show, and we hope you're listening to the Brilliant Dumb Show come Tuesday. Folks, take care now. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy, can I bother you for a second?